0: Unless they have the covering of God, unless Jesus Christ is their Lord, they are open season for the enemy. They have no covering. They have no protection. None whatsoever. The only protection is found in Christ Jesus. The only protection is found in his precious blood. Praise the Lord. Well, we're going to go into a part four today uh, in the series entitled Walking by Faith. Hallelujah. Walking by Faith. Are you getting anything out of this series? Hallelujah. Walking by Faith. Faith is so valuable. All right. We're going to go ahead and have a word of prayer before we get started. Father, we thank you in Jesus name for this day, for this time that you have given us to gather around your, your rich word. Lord, we ask that your Holy Spirit be the teacher. And Lord, we know that you are the teacher. You are the counselor. Lord, you're the one who leads us into all truth and shows us things to come. Lord, we admit and confess our dependency upon you. And we ask that you would teach us today and feed us. Speak with words of knowledge, words of wisdom. Speak in prophetic utterances, prophetic tones. Lord, do whatever you have to do to cause us to arise, to awaken. And become the people that you've called us to be we love you today and we thank you in jesus name amen all right last week we started with the scripture in second corinthians 5 7 second corinthians 5 7 and it simply says this for we walk by faith not by sight we said that the, that the word walk there denotes or connotes um, a manner of life or a course of life you're going to Simply live by faith, live by faith. That's what God is calling us to do. The Bible also declares, and um, the Bible also declares, I believe there in the book of Mark, the Lord Jesus, Mark 11 chapter, the Lord tells Peter, have faith in God, have faith in God, not have faith in faith, but have faith in God. It's so crucial that you learn who is sending the power, who who is sending the blessing, have faith in God. Not have faith in the job, not have faith that you'll get the money, have faith in money, have faith in people, but have faith in God. That's so vitally important that you understand that. Not have faith in the doctors, All all these people are good and all that, but have faith in God. He is the supreme source of all things. So we're going to go ahead and read Hebrews 11, uh, verses 1 through 6. Last week we read Hebrews uh, 1 through 13. Today we'll just be reading uh, verses uh, 1 through 6. And we're going to do just a tiny bit of recapping, then we're going to uh, go further today. Before we get to Hebrews 11, remember, I want to call to your members also, the purpose of faith. The purpose of faith. The purpose of faith uh, remember, the major purpose of faith is for you to develop an intimate walk and relationship with God. Remember, Mark eleven, uh, I believe two twenty, Mark eleven twenty four. Uh, whatsoever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Well, the first thing that we should desire is an intimate walk with God. Praise is to become one with Him. The first thing we should desire is that we would please Him and that we would fulfill our purpose in life. Remember, the Bible declares, what would it profit a man to gain the whole world, but lose your own soul? Everything else to developing, uh, rather than say it this way, every other desire, um, every, every other desire in comparison to you uh, developing a closer walk with God. Everything else is secondary. You're getting a new house, a new car, money, job or whatever. All that is Secondary. And really, all of that is even healing for your body. All of that is meaningless. It is meaningless unless you develop an intimate walk with Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's all meaningless. You get money today, it's gone today. You're praying for a relationship. Oh, you get the relationship, but there'll be some days that you wish you didn't have the relationship. (laughs) If it didn't come from God. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? So all things, everything else is meaningless. It's a chasing after the wind if we don't have an intimate relationship with God. That's your main focus of faith, hallelujah. I must become one with him. I must become one with him. I must die to self that his desires may be fulfilled in my life. I must become one with him. I must become intimate with him. I must know him, as Paul said. I must know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. I must know him. Through faith you can encounter Jesus. Through faith, you can even visit heaven and heavenly places. Through faith, through faith, you can become a heavenly place. Remember we said there in in, uh, Matthew, the sixth chapter, the Lord said, Thy kingdom come. Well, it starts off, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven, right? We say that we are the earth that the Bible is speaking about, not just the planet, When the will of God is done in us, when the kingdom of God has come in us, it will come upon the planet. We are what the Lord Jesus is speaking about first and foremost there. Thy kingdom come. Come where? Come into me. Your will be done. Come where? Come into me. I'm calling by faith. I'm calling his His kingdom into me. His kingdom reality into me. His order, the functions of the kingdom. I'm calling the lordship, his lordship and dominion. I'm calling them into me. Your kingdom come in me. If it's no other place on the street, in the city, in this um, state, in this country, if there's no other place, his kingdom should be seen. It should be seen in you. Hallelujah. hallelujah demonstrate your kingdom in me let me be the demonstration of the kingdom of God thy kingdom come in me your will be done in me we're calling for this in prayer we're calling for this in prayer this is here again we're using our faith to do this Using our faith to do this, we're calling for His kingdom to come and to become a reality in us. We're calling for His will to become uh, be a reality in us. And as His kingdom has come, and as His will is done on earth, in earth, as it is in heaven. When His kingdom has come, His will is done in you. You become a heavenly place. You become a heavenly place, and you will then have the ability through Christ Jesus. To show heaven or to reveal heaven to all those that are around you. I was just at a uh, that um, Ingalls yesterday uh, and uh, there was a young man sitting outside there um, as I was walking in the store. And so I greeted. Hey, good to see you. So how are you doing? You know, hello, how are you doing? You know, as I'm walking in the store and I heard back, well, uh, I'm doing I'm doing OK. Well, at least I'm, I'm above I'm six feet above ground or something like that. He said, at least I'm, at least I'm above ground. I thought, Oh, let's go back and talk. <laughs> oh, Amen. let's talk. What's going on? What's going on? So we talked for a moment. A young man told me some things that happened in his life recently. And I said, well, would you like to pray? Yes, please. Yes, please. And so what happened? I extended heaven. I extended the kingdom of God, the covering of the kingdom of God over his life. Yes. And right there, I love, I love it. Right there in the front of Ingalls, we held hands right there. And we bowed our heads in honor and reverence, and in honor and in reverence to the king of glory, the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? There are people all around you that, I'm telling you, unless they have the covering of God, unless Jesus Christ is their Lord, they are open season for the enemy. They have no covering. They have no protection. None whatsoever. The only protection is found in Christ Jesus. The only protection is found in his precious blood. There's only one whole armor of God, and that comes through Christ Jesus. There's only one armor of light, and that comes through Christ Jesus. There's only one. And so the Lord said, I'll invest with you the revelation, the understanding of the kingdom of God, of the will of God. I'll make you a heavenly place so that you may go forth to those and pray for those and minister to those that are outside of my covering, that they may come back to me. Does that make sense? All of us should be having encounters. All of us should be having encounters with someone. I would I would ask the question today, but I'm not going to. So you don't have to raise your hand. I would ask the question, when was the last time that you encountered someone else and prayed for them? When was the last time you also uh, covered them with the kingdom of God, with the will of God? When was the last time you extended your prayer covering? So think about that. Don't want you to respond. Just think about that. When was the last time if we can't remember? then we need to right now ask God, Lord, send somebody in my path. But we say, Lord, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Well then say, Lord, send someone in my path and give me what to say to them when they come. He'll do it. He'll do it. There are so many hurting people out there. He will do it. Hallelujah. All right, hallelujah. Let me get off my soapbox for a second. Praise the Lord. We're going to walk by faith and not by, and not by sight. Turn to the name and tell them it's time for you to extend. It's time. It's time. It's time. All right. So let's go ahead and read uh, Hebrews 11 verses one through six. We're going to read that, uh, out of the King James version. Then we're going to go further. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. Sound familiar from last week? For by it, the elders obtained a, what kind of report? A good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts and by it he being dead yet speaketh by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death he cheated death isn't that something by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found why because God had translated him why For before his translation, he had this testimony. What was his testimony? That he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That is such a powerful statement. As you come to God... And as you exercise your faith in God, understand your coming to God is never in vain. It is never in vain. God says, when you come to me, I will reward you. He said, when you come to him, I will reward you. He is going to reward you. When you come to the father by faith, you're going to be rewarded. Hallelujah. So praise the Lord. We're going to go back up now and uh, we're going to revisit verses one, two, and three. And we're going to spring forth uh, from here. It is so important. Now, here again, what is the relevance of learning by faith of faith? What is the what is the relevance? What is the importance? Why are we doing it that we become one with him? First and foremost, that we become one with him, one with one of one with him in thought in purpose and intent. When they see you, they see Jesus. Remember the remember what the Lord Jesus said. Remember, uh, Philip talked to the Lord and said, Lord, show us the father and, you know, we'll be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Philip, has you been so long with me and you haven't seen the father? He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. We are one by the same token. When. When the world looks at the body of Christ, the born again believer, those that are blood washed, they should see Jesus. They look at us, they see Jesus. They see Jesus, they see God. You see the progression, the alignment, the alignment. So that's what we desire. We desire to be like him. Hallelujah. We desire to be like him. Amen. And the closer you get in relationship with him, the further the devil goes back. The Bible declares in the book of James, fourth chapter, he said, submit yourselves, therefore, to God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. One of we got so many, some people have so many, so much problem with devils and demons and this and that in their heart and their lives. I would tell them, first of all, submit yourself to God. Submit yourself to God. Become one with him. Yield yourself to him in, re- in right relationship and fellowship and you won't have a problem with these things. Lord, as a matter of fact, God gives you power over them as you submit yourself to him. Amen. Your answer is right there in your lap. It's in your Bible. Your answer is there. Your answer is there. You have to just apply yourself to it. Amen. All right. So going, going back up to verse number one, it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, uh, the evidence of things not seen. Um, Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things that do appear. So we're going to go back up to verse number one and just do a little bit of recapping. We understand the the meaning of faith here in the Greek means conviction of truth, conviction of the truth of anything. A conviction is something certain, a strong belief, the state of being convinced. I love that. So faith, really, we can say. Is a state of being convinced. I am convinced. I am convinced that what God said is true. Uh, The Bible says that even Abraham was fully persuaded. In other words, you can't change my mind. I am convinced that the word of God is true. Well, how do you get to that convincing point? We're going to talk about that further on. Should the Lord be willing? The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The more you hear the word of God, even spoken out of your own mouth, the more it changes your heart and the more it convinces you of that truth. The more you hear it, the more convincing happens. The more you hear it, the more conviction happens. The more you hear the word of God, the more it changes you. It alters you. It transforms you and you begin to believe more it than you do the circumstances that are around you that makes sense so you have to grow in faith you grow in faith you grow in faith as you declare the word of God find out what God said about the situation and you begin to speak that out out of your own mouth and as you do that uh, faith comes or conviction comes or uh, the or the state of being fully convinced comes Amen. So we also talked about substance. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. We drew a little picture last week, that wonderful little drawing that I had on the board. Uh, We drew a picture of substance. And substance simply meaning uh, a substructure or a foundation. A substructure or a foundation. We uh, gave you, I wrote out the word substance like this. Sub... Stance, Right. Substance standing under something under. Right. Foundation. Substance. Faith is the substance. Substance of things hoped for. Now we talked about the uh, about the word hope. Hope meaning uh, to want something uh, to happen or to be true. Hope is a goal. It's something that we are striving for, that we want, or something that we desire. Uh, your hope, the hoped for thing is the object of your faith. Again, the Bible says that faith is the substance or the foundation of things hoped for. You need a hoped for thing. When you go before God, you have to have something that you want something that you're believing him for, something that you need, something that you desire. You're going before God with a desire. What do you desire? You have to have desire in your hand. You have to have a hope for thing when you go before the Father. Does that make sense to you? So he said whatsoever, rather in, the, I'm sorry, in uh, Hebrews 11 verse one again, he says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. me write down again, hoped, or let's do it like this, how about that? Let's go ahead and erase this. All right, we said that faith, faith equals, faith equals to, all right, now here is that foundation, right? There's your, there's your substance, Okay, substance of things hoped for. Let's say the hoped for thing is the, is the house that's on the foundation, okay? Yes, it is funny, isn't it? All yeah, right, there's the house. All right, praise the Lord. There's the house. Faith is the substance. Actually, we could do it this way. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. This is the hoped for thing. Hoped, hoped for. All right. Makes sense? Sense. Praise the Lord. Faith is the foundation of what you're hoping for. Now, I don't, I don't know what you are hoping for. What are you hoping for? What are you desiring? What do you want to come to pass? As we said before, the first thing that foremost, first and foremost, is to have a closer walk with him, an intimate relationship and fellowship with him, to be one with him. Everything else is secondary, because if you don't get that, nothing else will matter. And if you have, once you have a closer walk with the Lord and intimate relationship with him, everything else flows. You'll be a good husband. You'll be a good wife. You'll be a good daughter. You'll be a good son. You'll be a good student. You you'll be a good worker, whatever it is, because it flows from that. Everything else flows from your relationship with him. If you've heard nothing else, understand that everything else in life flows from your relationship with him. Remember, Jesus said, I am the vine. You are the branches. Fruit grows on the branches. Fruit grows on the branches. So the more in relationship you are with the vine. okay? let's go ahead and draw that. Praise the Lord. Let's go ahead and draw that. All right, praise the Lord. And here's fruit that's growing off of the branches. Okay, here's the vine. Here are the branches. Okay, all right. The more more connected we are to the vine, the more you receive fruit because the vine produces the water or the water and the substance that you need to grow the fruit. If you cut off the limb, the branch will fall. It will appear to be alive for a little while, but give it a little bit longer, you'll see it beginning to brown and to dry and to die. When you're connected to Jesus, Jesus is the source. He is the source. So the better your connection to the source, the more fruit you will grow, the more fruit you will produce. Does that make sense? Yeah. So again, uh, it says faith is the substance of, of things hoped for. I'm not sure what you're hoping for, but your first hope for thing should be to have a right connection with him, right fellowship with him. That's your first hoped for thing. When you get up in the morning to pray or the, or the evening to pray, ask the Lord, Lord, I'm asking you now for a deeper walk with you, for a deeper connection with you. And, and you can say as well, I receive your will in my life. I receive your kingdom in my life. Make me a heavenly place. Make me produce in the kingdom of God. I want to please you. Lead me in ways to please you. That's your first assignment. Everything else under that is secondary. Lord, I need the bill, money, and Lord, I need the rent, so forth and so on. You can ask about all the stuff. All that stuff will flow out of a right relationship. Are you hearing? As a matter of fact, the closer you get with him, the less you'll have to ask for those things because it all naturally flows because God already knows what you have need of before you ask him. And you'll find, actually, if you're you're walking in close relationship with him, you still have to ask. That's because he wants to bring you closer to him. So he delays it coming so that you draw closer to him. And as you draw closer to him, him in intercession, you'll find that your relationship with him grows. And he releases the thing that you've been asking for. Does that make sense to you? All right, so we have to have a hope for thing. But So we talk about the hope for thing, uh, and the hope for thing must be in alignment with the word of God, uh, alignment with the will of God and the word of God for your life. We talked about in First uh, John, the fifth chapter, 1 John 5, 14 and 15, and it says this is the confidence, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he heareth us, whatsoever we ask, we know that, that we have the petition that we have, or rather that we desire of him. We ask in accordance to his will. Our hopes, our desires are according to his will. Psalm 37 says, I love this way too. It says, trust in the Lord and do good. Psalm 37 verses three and five. Uh, trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord and he shall give thee the desires of your heart. Verse five, commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. All of that comes from that relationship, comes from your relationship. He's giving you the desires because understand the closer we are in fellowship with God, the more we'll recognize and yield to his desires within our hearts. The closer you walk in fellowship with him, the more you recognize and yield to the desires that he has placed in your heart. You notice um, you notice that he will give you desires. God will give you desires and or we can say a hoped for thing that he wants to fulfill in the earth. God will give you a desire. He will give you a desire as you're in fellowship with him. And as a matter of fact, we can look in uh, Philippians, the second chapter, verse number 13. It says, Philippians 2nd, chapter verse 13 says, For God is working in you. Say with me, God is working in me. God is working in you. It says, God is working in you, uh, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. Okay? That is true fact. That is a reality. That is happening. He's giving you desires. He's giving you desire and the power to do what pleases him. All you have to do is open up. All you have to do is open up and receive it. So also in your prayer time, you can say, Lord, I receive the desires that you're giving to me. I receive the power that you're giving me to fulfill those desires. I receive what's in your heart. That make sense to you? Uh, Hebrews 13, verse 20 through 21 says this. Now may may, um, the God of peace This is our New Living Translation. Now, may the God of peace, who brought up from the dead our Lord Jesus, uh, the great shepherd of the sheep, um, and ratified an eternal covenant with his blood, may he equip you with all you need for doing his will. Isn't that something? I love the word of God. May he equip you. So you have to pray that. Lord, equip me for doing all uh, that I need for doing your will. May he produce in you... Through the power of Jesus Christ, every good thing that is pleasing to him, to glory, or rather all glory, to him forever and ever. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? So it's built into the word of God. So again, I say, the more we walk with God, the more we'll discover what he wants is actually what we want. And what we want is actually what he wants. If you've ever been in a relationship with someone over a period of time, I mean over years, over years of time, someone, there's a couple in our church here that will be celebrating next year their 50th anniversary. Wow, who is that? And being married that long, I bet you as they're together that long, they have similar wants and desires. Similar wants and desires. Wow, I pray that you are blessed by today's broadcast. Remember, you can catch us in a live service every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. right here at 180 Hilton Road Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. We would be so delighted to have you. If you can't make it to the area, then just log on to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. We even stream our services live so you can catch it live if you like. And if you want to hear today's message in its entirety, just go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. While you're there, please consider a financial donation in any amount. Anything that you give can help us to spread the gospel all around the world, and it changes lives. Well, until next time, remember that Jesus loves you, and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. See you next time for more Voice of One.